We go now to the Texas Rangers. Finished up uh, 68-94 last year. Fourth place in the American League West. 38 games out of first place. 38 games out of first place uh, behind the Houston Astros. I, I don't really know what to make of this team, Jim. Uh, you know, it's it's a team that, you know, they always ha- seem to have great hitting. And then their pitching always seems to lag. Let's talk about them here. Let's start off with, are they a better team this year than they were last year? How'd the offseason go for the Texas Rangers? <clears throat> they had a great offseason. They rebuilt their entire starting rotation. Now, the question is, can the starting rotation stay healthy? If they can stay healthy, they can win more than they lose. If the starting pitching doesn't stay healthy, then they'll lose more than they win. It's a 500 team that can go either way, up or down. You're not going to see them win 90. You're not going to see them win 70. Um, you know, this is a team probably anywhere between 78 and 83 wins is the range you put them in, and it all depends on the health of the pitching. So let's get to what they did in the offseason. They started off by offering Martin Perez the qualifying offer, which is $19.65 million on a one-year deal. Martin Perez quickly said, yes, thank you, may I have another? So he landed that. <laughs> And then Chris Young, the rookie GM in Texas, decided that he was going to take the owner's paycheck and make him broke. So he went, and he went five years, $185 million on Jacob deGrom, a starting pitcher that hasn't made more than 15 starts in three years. $185 million. Now, when deGrom is healthy, he is the best pitcher on planet Earth. The best pitcher with the best stuff. Just tell me he can stay healthy, and I want him. He's a first-round pick in fantasy if he's healthy. I haven't drafted him anywhere this year. I have zero shares of DeGrom because I won't draft him early because I don't like the injury risk. Only reason, if he's healthy, whoever's drafted him, congratulations. You're going to have a fun year. They gave two years $25 million to Andrew Haney, two years $34 million for Nathan Avaldi, and they got their left fielder on a one-year $2 million deal. His name is Robbie Grossman. That's the free agent signings. They made a couple of trades, right? They acquired Jake Odorizzi in cash from Atlanta. Um, uh, you know, so Odorizzi gave him some pitching depth then. That's what their focus was on, starting pitching, starting pitching, starting pitching, and that should make them more competitive. Well, we can definitely uh, see what happens. You make an excellent point with the way these guys are as far as the injury risk goes. So uh, I'm with you. I have no shares of uh, Jacob deGrom either. It, it is, it's just it's too pricey. It's too pricey for a guy. I mean, but let me ask you this one from from a, a just a regular old baseball standpoint. For Degrom, how many years does Degrom need to really be Degrom and stay healthy for five years, one hundred eighty-five million to be worth it? Uh, two two seasons? Uh, uh, no, three seasons and a world championship. And the world championship. It's not with the whole thing was a disaster if they don't win at all. I mean, we're talking $185 million. I know. Yeah. I I mean, that's $185 million. Just think about that's what you're paying him. And he made 11 starts last year at age 34. The year before he made 15 starts. The year before he made 12 starts. Like that's what he's done the last three years. He is not pitched more than 92 innings in any of the last three years and you gave him 185 million dollars i mean your medical people must be really smart to think ages 35 to 39 that he's going to go back and pitch like he did uh you know five and six years ago i mean i mean look 
there's not an analytic department in the world that believes that's going to work out. All right. Well, there you go. By the end of the five years, maybe it's uh, the, the Texas Rangers just paid a million dollars per inning that they're going to get out of DeGrom. Right. 185 innings uh, over a five year span. That probably seems a little bit more like it. Um, all right. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the around the diamond. Let's go to the position players. Let's talk about who we want for fantasy, who interests us uh, behind the plate. You got Jonah Heim. Uh, Mitch Garvel might see some uh, some time there, but he's more likely to see more time as the DH. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe at first, Marcus Semyon at second, Josh Young, uh, the rookie at third, Corey Seager, who is just tearing the cover off the ball uh, at short, uh, and then an outfield of ugh, Robbie Grossman, Leody Tavares, Adolis Garcia, Splash a little Bubba Thompson in there if you like. Okay, so, I mean, Haim is a 15 home run catcher, low batting average, doesn't move the needle. Nathaniel Lowe moves the needle. Uh, last year at 302 with 27 homers, scored 74, drove in 76, had a 141 OPS plus and a 3-3 war. It looks like it's real for him. He's figured it out. Last year he was 26, his prime years hit, and here he is. 27 now, he should hit. Simeon's really good at second base. You want him. If you don't have Altuve or Andre Jimenez, you want Simeon. I mean, he should keep going. Corey Seager, second year under this contract with Texas, he'll go off. 330, 100, no stolen bases. Should get runs, RBIs. He'll have his, he'll probably have the best year of his career this year. This is probably Corey Seager's best year. Um, Josh Young at third base. Um, look, this, this is a kid that we all thought was going to hit. He's not a great defender. Uh, he's got a lot of work to do on that on that part of the ball. Uh, this is a highly touted, you know, first round pick, eighth overall back in the 2019 draft. Um, he's got power and he should hit. You know, he he, he hasn't hit in his he didn't hit in his first 102 plate appearances last year, but in time he should be a 300 hitter with 20 home runs. That's what Young is. Um, Adolis Garcia, like Nathaniel Lowe, is, is a guy you want in fantasy. Um, I'll argue he's a better fantasy player than he's a reality player. But 27 homers and 25 steals, who doesn't want that in fantasy? He only hit 250, I get it. On base league, he's going to drag you down. I think he was on a, like a 300 clip or something last year. But who doesn't want 27 homers, 25 steals? So Adolis Garcia you want. Those other outfielders, I mean... What I'm being told is, I guess he's going to play right, Bubba's going to play center, and Grossman's going to be the everyday left fielder. Like, I don't have any interest in those guys. So I'll say Lowe, Simeon, Seager, and Garcia is what I want. I like Young. I don't want him. I like Heim. I don't want him. The other two guys, I don't want anything to do with them. So, Robbie you know, Grossman I, I, sure knows how to take a walk, though. Yeah, if you're in on base league, yeah, sure. He's another year older, and he's nothing more than a backup guy. I know Detroit tried to make him a starter. You know, Atlanta tried to have him part be part of his solution over there. Look, he he's an extra player. You, you don't want him in fantasy, kids. No, you definitely don't. All right, let's move over to the pitcher's mound then. Uh, we've already talked Jacob deGrom and, and our feelings there. The rest of the way, Nathan Eovaldi, uh, Nathan, Nathan uh, Andrew Heaney, John Gray, Martin Perez. Then they've got some uh, uh, some backups there with you know Dane Dunning, Jake Overeasy. Uh, I always I, you know, I always think of it Overeasy. I always think of like runny eggs when I uh, when I when I think about Jake Odorizzi. You know like you know like when you go to like a 
like a, a continental breakfast at like a cheap hotel buffet and they give you those just like those loose runny eggs. That's Jake Odorizzi for me. That's gross. I'm sorry. What do you runny think eggs about the are other gross. pictures? I'm not, not going to lie. I mean, what you just described, no. That, I have no interest in that. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting. Um, look, for the Texas Rangers um, starting pitchers, I understand those people that want DeGrom. If DeGrom fell in the, to the 10th round, I would take DeGrom. <laughs> the 10th? <laughs> The tenth? I listen. I would take him if he fell to the sixth round. The tenth? Yeah. I like healthy guys. I look. He, he, got people are going to win leagues if Degrom makes thirty starts. Like I won leagues because I had Verlander last year. Mm-hmm. I had him everywhere, and he was a late round pick for me everywhere. And I won leagues because I was able to get him late. If you can get Degrom late, you can get him in the sixth round or the eighth round or the tenth round of. Maybe even the fifth round. You you got a good chance of winning your league if he makes thirty starts. Just the risk comes. Anyway, other pitchers, you know, I, I can't believe what I saw with Martin Perez last year. He battles, he pitches well. I, I don't love the stuff. I think there's gotta be regression there, doesn't there? Um Andrew Haney, I don't I never bought into. If Avaldi's healthy, he could be something, but there's another health risk guy. Um unfortunately it's hard for me. Outside of Seeger, Simeon, Nathan Lowe, and Adolis Garcia, it's hard for me to embrace Texas Ranger players. Okay. Um, In fantasy. Uh, I'm not even, talking reality. Even the bullpen? Jose LeClerc? Well, you always want saves, but, you know, is he really going to be the closer all year? Like, that's one of those spots. That's one of those spots where, like, isn't Brock Burke or Joe Barlow or Jonathan Hernandez at, at some point going to take over? Like as soon as he blows three or four saves in a row, they get they get seven good innings from Degrom, and the minute the minute Leclerc blows a save or two, the next it's gonna be next guy up with Bochi, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they have a closer. I think it's gonna end up being a shared one. It would make me nervous. Okay, all right. So, not a lot to love here on the Texas Rangers from a fantasy standpoint. Let's talk uh, deeper into the uh, into the farm system. Do they have? Uh, anybody good in the farm that's uh, that that's worthwhile looking at? Maybe maybe for this year, or maybe just you know if you're doing a brand new startup dynasty, you're taking a look. Yeah, look, I think both of their number one picks, Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, um, could all of a sudden emerge out of nowhere. It's possible. Everybody's down on Leiter because he had such a bad year. I think Leiter will bounce back, and when he does bounce back, it can all click quick, and he can move quick. Same thing with Rocker. I mean, those two Vanderbilt guys are smart. They got high IQs. And if they figure it out, that they could come out of nowhere. I mean, right now, the only rookie to spotlight is Josh Young. But in terms of the farm system, I think both Leiter and Rocker could get there. Owen White could get there. I mean, those are the kind of guys that if they put it together, all of a sudden, you know, and, and, if, and when you look at all the injuries that Texas starting pitching could have, there may end up being pathways for June or July for those those kind of guys. Uh, they have an outfielder I like a little bit, and Evan Carter. They got a couple of infielders, one in particular, Luis Angel Acuna, <clears throat> who's a shortstop. Maybe ends up at second, but with Simeon and Seager, it's not going to happen in Texas. So you might be a trade piece. All right. So nothing great there either. All right. Nothing. Uh, nothing to get excited about over the Texas Rangers. I'm sorry, Texas Rangers fans, but this is the boat that you're uh, that you're in right now, Jim. Let's uh, let's wrap up our Texas Rangers talk. Uh, with one fantasy sleeper, 
one fantasy bust. Yeah, I'll go Josh Young as, as the sleeper. I mean, the kid's always hitting the minor leagues, and he's going to be around Seager and Simeon and, and Lowe, so he's in a good lineup. He's got people to learn from. I think the Texas lineup's going to be better than people think. I think with Simeon, Seager, Lowe, and Garcia stacked, they're in a good spot. Now, Josh Young, if he hits right behind those four, there's a lot of RBIs there. There's a lot of runs scored for that five guys. They've got a stack that works in fantasy. They've got they 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 do. So it's it's a fascinating team because on certain nights they're going to look really good. You know, if Degrom is healthy and pitching, you know they're going to have some five to one wins that they're going to look really good. And that's why I said there's a big range of where this team could finish anywhere between seventy eight and eighty three wins for me. They really could be anywhere in there. But Josh Young is is the sleeper, and I'm going to go with Avaldi as the bust. And I like Nathan Avaldi. Love his agent, uh, agents, the, the Levinsons, Sam and Seth. Uh, but Avaldi's just—it's hard for him. Like Degrom, it's hard for him to stay healthy. I think a lot of people are going to take a chance on him, and I think it's going to be a bust. Really? All right. So you don't like? Let's say you're sitting there. You're like in like the 18th round of a of a 14 team draft, and. Uh, and you're just looking to build up some uh, some bullpen arms for yourself. Uh, Eovaldi worth anything? I think you you got to talk to me in the twenties, not not in the teens. Mm, all right, Be- because of the health risk. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. As always, you can hear all of our MLB team breakdowns on the SXM app. You can also find them in the uh, Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide, which is free over at FantasyAlarm.com. 